Girl, what was so funny about that? Shorty. You, no, Joey, you shouldn't have said anything. You should have just let her laugh and then let her start. Shorty. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to Codacast. We're five people brought closer together by the pandemic, and we're going to talk about various subjects. Is it smart? Probably not. Is it entertaining? Hell yeah. Hey, I'm Sam. I'm from California. I'm 26. I'm a nurse assistant, and I have the second most issues in the group. My name is Dalton. I am 20 years old. I live in Tennessee. I am a nurse tech at a hospital here. I have four very wonderful dogs. One of them who has a very special place in my heart. His name is Boo, and he's all I ever talk about. I live, breathe, and will die for that dog. What is going on? Um, I'm Joey. I'm 19 years old. I'm in Minnesota, and I'm a server at a nursing home. And I have a dog that I love, too. Copycat. I'm Coffee. I'm 38, live in Tennessee, and I am currently unemployed. My name is Shorty. I live in Texas. I am 47 years old. I am happily married. And yeah. (laughs) There you go. And scene! We finally got through it, y'all. Literally it took us 25 <laughs> minutes, but we did it <laughs> for only the intro of saying hi. Okay. <coughs> Editing me, cut to parts of our first intro that is terrible. <laughs> oh my. That was God. a lot more put together, okay? Yeah. yeah, it was. That was much better. Yeah. The first time we tried it, it was not terrible. Not, not good. Correct. Or no, it, it was not really good. bad. I always forget the two negatives or whatever. So what's going on, y'all? What should we talk about now? Um, what were this? I think we should talk about how we met. Oh yeah, stuff. how we met. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So my name is Dalton. Uh, so we all, me and Joey, met back about six years ago. It's been in 2015. Uh, we became good friends when we created internet fan accounts. Well, I created an internet fan account, and we were not friends. A- he hated me. Oh, I hated you. I hated you. But I wouldn't tell him that to his face when we were 14 and 15 years old. I created a fan account for a YouTuber at the time whose name was My Son's Addiction. She is now a Twitch streamer uh, called Municorny. You should check her out. She's very wonderful. Awesome. We love her. Um, and that's how we became friends. Uh, we kind of fell off for a little bit for a couple of years. And then back in 2018, we kind of reconnected when we both came back to um, – Unicorny's community and everything and started talking again and then last year uh, we became really close again we all uh, are on a Minecraft server together uh, we all sort of pitched in and worked on the server to help create it to what it was and ever since then we've all just been uh, best friends yeah. ever since I found M Unicorny through YouTube back in like late 2014 and I met Dalton and then I (laughs) kind of left the community I wasn't as active then like like Dalton said in like 2018 I came back and was more active but like in it was so weird because we both came back at the exact same we both joined at the exact same time we left at the exact same time and then we both rejoined at the exact same time without talking to each other at all during that period of time that we were gone it was so weird yeah and then um like 2018 I, oh yeah i came back in 2018 and then like 2019 i is when i like really started being active and then yeah worked on the minecraft and it's all history or whatever yeah um well i found um or unicorny community uh I was watching Twitch one night. Um, I was watching uh, Lauren Z-Side, and she raided Unicorny one night. And I think that was probably about, yeah, 2018. And I hung out there for a little while. 
and then I stopped watching streams for, I don't know, a few months. And then one day I went on Twitch and I saw, because I had followed Unicorny and I saw she was on and I was like, well, I wonder what they're up to. And I don't exactly remember what was going on that night, but I remember everybody was just so nice. And I was like, wow, okay. And so I just kept coming back. And then she's like, you know, I have this Minecraft server. And if anybody plays Minecraft, you know, you're welcome to join and everything. So I did. And I met Dalton and Joey and Shorty in the Minecraft server. And then there came a day last year that uh, she wanted to restart the server fresh. And we got extremely close being there, you know, day after day after day. Like nonstop. And then on so much, just fixing up the server for everybody, getting it ready for launch. And then COVID it, happened. So like yes. we're on even more. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. There was a point where Shorty and I were on, I think for a full week, all day long, every single day. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just, oh God, it was terrible. It was so much fun. It was, it was so much fun, but it was like, it was still like exhausting. Mm-hmm. You know, at the same time, like it was long, long hours of doing mm -hmm. this stuff, and it was so much fun, and we just got to hang out and mess around. We were we would even take breaks together. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just be like, hey, you want to get off the server and go play this game? <laughs> Yeah, we did all kinds of stuff together. And then, um, yeah, so we've been close like that ever since. Mm -hmm. So I'm Shorty, and, well, basically, Coffee just said everything. But uh, I will say that I met M because I was disappointed in somebody. And so I went looking for somebody new. And so I found M and her lovely community. And, uh, yeah, after that. I was, you know, um, invited to join Miniworld, so I did, but I really didn't play it in the first server, but then they invited me to come and help uh, restart the other server, so I was pretty happy about that. I was very excited, and ever since, like, I met these guys, like, honestly, like, it's been a blast to have them around, and yeah, and Sam, oh. I'm Sam. Uh, <laughs> I was, I'm the last one to find everybody. I came in in October, I believe, um, into the stream. I didn't even know what Twitch was until that very day that I found M's, <laughs> um, M's show. And then um, everyone was so nice. And I was going through a really tough time because working during COVID, having to see what I saw, I just needed to get out of my head and out of my own way, I guess. Um, she was crocheting that day and I've been crocheting for years. Um, but then there were all these people just super nice in the, in the chat and then they're like, join the Discord. I was like, what's Discord? Okay. <laughs> I was the sure. exact same way when I first came back. I was like, I don't even know what a Discord is. I was like, what is that? All right. <laughs> Um, a few weeks in, um, they're like, join, get Minecraft. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> like, I kind of knew what it was, but I didn't know anything about it. So I was able to save up enough to be get, become part of your uh, your server. Minecraft server. Um, and the rest is history, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so we so all found M and then from her each like other. being in her community and stuff we just all got close <laughs> i think we all need to say a collective thank you to m because if oh, it yeah. wasn't for yes, m we would not be friends these guys have been my best friends in the whole world for the past it's been about a year now since yeah. we yeah. all became super super close i mean sam is just is the most recent person who's joined you know <laughs> our friend group and stuff, We're but I would not trade Sam for the world. Like th <laughs> there was something no, missing until Sam came along, and then <laughs> Sam just like filled that void. But it's because of M that 
all of us have grown so close and we love em i hope that we can have her on the podcast one day and interview her and stuff um but it, if it was not for em and her streams and the wonderful minecraft server that we built together we would not be who we are today this past year with covid and everything like sam said you know she works in a hospital joy works in a nursing home i also work in a hospital working in a hospital during a pandemic has it's, been it's insane like it's i can't even like explain like the scariness i felt like the i've never been so like when it first started i had never been so scared in my entire life i had just started working at the hospital in july of 2019 when and then in March of 2020 is when everything started to happen. So I was only there for about a good seven or eight months when, you know, whenever the world stopped. went, when, yeah, basically when the world stopped. And so yeah. having to work in a brand new field, which I had never worked before, I'd only worked in fast food and retail and then jumping into a brand new field, something as intense as a medical field, just as it is alone. And then throwing a pan mixing a pandemic into that was absolutely terrifying to a 19 year old kid who had just graduated high school. But I have slowly become adjusted to it. And uh, I could not be more grateful to be working for um, a hospital that cares for their employees and their patients so much. And, takes the time to make sure that they are cared for and taken care of and they're taking all the right safety precautions that we can to also meet the needs of these patients who are sick and need help. I've just been so blessed with my job and the wonderful, wonderful people. Um, and trying to stay safe during all this and having to deal with people who don't want to wear a mask oh, and yeah. going out in public and seeing people not wearing these masks is just so aggravating because I have my, my granny and my mom, they're both so high risk because my granny with her age and my mom with her asthma, that if I were to get it and give it to them, most likely both of them would not survive it. So that is why I went ahead and I got the vaccine when I was given the opportunity to, I couldn't say no to it. It would be such a, like, so disrespectful to my mom and my granny if I said no to getting something that could save their lives like meaning like i know i could probably survive if i got covid but if i were to give it to my granny and my mom and knowing they wouldn't just because i didn't want to get a vaccine that's been tested and it's been approved that would eat me alive inside mm -hmm. um yeah definitely yeah. i know it's not as well, i don't know how to word this not as like intense as a hospital but like definitely working in a nursing home during this pandemic it's been like stressful because we want to keep all the residents safe and like it can be draining a lot of the times no i think it's i think i i mean i i didn't work at a nursing home during the time but i think it would be just as stressful as it was not just as scary yeah because yeah. i know you've had covid patients in the past yeah yeah and you've had to be in contact with them. So I can imagine. I mean, it's just it's just as scary, you know. I also got COVID. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I don't mean to laugh. No. Sorry. I, we were all terrified. We survived. Yeah, I had absolutely yeah, thankfully no Thankfully, you had a... Symptoms. Yeah, you had a very... Like, like you were like you tested positive. Case. Like you had COVID, but like you didn't have COVID. You yeah. know what I mean? Mild symptoms. Plus, I yeah, uh, you, give it to my family first, or anything. So, yeah. At first night, he said, "I think my chest is really tight," and we're like, "Is it COVID or is it his, his anxiety?" No, I. <laughs> yeah. The, after I tested positive, I was like, "You guys were like, oh, are you having any symptoms?" And I'm like, "My chest is tight, but I'm not sure if that's my anxiety from having COVID or the COVID itself." <laughs> <laughs> yeah so sam i wanted to ask you because you know i'm working at a hospital but you're a nurse who's gone to school for years for this what has it been like working in a hospital during something as crazy as a global pandemic with half the world not wanting to follow the guidelines and trying to keep people yeah. safe Mm. Well, I didn't go to school for years first because I'm a nurse assistant, and in California, okay. it took me like six weeks. Six <laughs> weeks. Yeah. Wow. Was, yeah. 
Um, Don't go to the hospital in California. I'm kidding. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, the program I went through, it was every day for six weeks. Oh. So okay. it was even like weekends? No, not weekends. Five days. Well, you said every program, day. Every working day. Her program was kind of like mine, where I went to school five days a week. Yeah. You know, all day long, 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. to 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. It was exactly that. Um, but yeah, at my hospital in initially the first two months of COVID March and April, I wasn't working because of some paperwork issues. Um, but when I did go back, I was very scared. I was (laughs) scared. Um, I didn't know what I'd bring home. I even moved out of my own house so I, I could protect my parents. Um, what I saw in the hospital was very scary. Every my patients alone were scared. Like even if they only had like not as severe symptoms, like I had to be the person to talk them off the wall half the time yeah. because they their symptoms would get worse, but just from anxiety. Yeah. Kind of like Joey, like <laughs> they had the tightness <laughs> in their chest, but it was mostly <laughs> their anxiety. Um, you know, we would be short on PPEs. Um, oh, yeah, we were the exact same way. Yeah. In that beginning yeah, I remember yeah and then, talking about that yeah it was it was sad it was it was hard and like some of us would even bring our own stuff because we just didn't trust what the yeah. cdc was like telling us because they would change um, the rules and stuff yeah and, like, every, uh, day. every day every day like when when i first when the pandemic first started and they first started making us wear the masks and stuff first they made us wear the surgical masks and then they were like no you can't wear those wear the cloth masks and they were like okay yeah. so we wore the fabric ones and they're like wait no those aren't safe so you gotta wear the surgical ones again and we we're like uh okay and so it's just been like a constant like wait so is can we is this trustable can we trust yeah can we trust this science like you know but now that it's been almost a year into this global wide pandemic i think it's safe to say that now we can finally trust the science that's but at, coming the, out of this. at the same time yeah. i like get where they're coming from because like uh, just lost it was the beginning of the pandemic and like uh-huh. uh i don't know what i'm trying to say no they were they were they were very lost as well yeah, they they were trying to they were trying to you know fix things that were already broken Mm-hmm. And like I and know, they didn't is, know where to go from there. I know this is a very stereotypical saying, but like, it's an unprecedented time. No. Yeah. Way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did want to ask Coffee and Shorty though how how mm-hmm. this pandemic has affected you both. Um. Well, it has. Like, even being unemployed, and it's. I'm not unemployed through COVID. I was a former, well, I am former licensed massage therapist and I retired my license and started uh, taking care of my mom who had a stroke a number of years ago. And she's mostly- What Copy is saying is that she's certified in rubbing people. Yes. <laughs> in many different forms. <laughs> I have the certification. Um... I uh, I left massage to help take care of my mom, who's mostly dependent, but she's still, like, if she has appointments and everything, you know, she needs somebody to drive her, and just little things here and there. And um, also, I'm a massive introvert, so um, when I was told that I couldn't go, just you know, just get up and go to the store, it at first it was okay but then it started taking the toll like mm-hmm. i can't i can't go get a burger if i want i can't yeah. go to the dollar store you know like suddenly everything about life started to be online instead exactly. of like you know like i shop for groceries online i mm-hmm. you know like everything I do is now online and there's like no human contact involved in anything anymore that I do. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it does, it does affect things a lot. And I've realized now that before COVID I took for granted 
being able to go out, you know, because like my mindset was like, go in, get out as fast as possible. For what? Just to go back home? And now you would give anything just to be able to spend time in the store again. Yeah. Like I would give my left arm to spend an hour inside of a Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I have, I have massive social anxiety and I have been close to panic attacks inside a Walmart where it's like when it's super crowded and you know, but like, it's, yeah, it makes you think like, I really should have taken my time, drove a little slower walked around and looked at things like do i need to buy this no but i really want to look at it because it's Mm -hmm. there you know i want to touch it and you can't touch anything anymore (laughs) yeah (laughs) a lot of the times like no go ahead okay like a lot of the times like the first month or whatever um i was like oh sick we don't have to go to school and stuff and we can just stay inside all day. Like, I was fine with it. Not fine with that, but, like, I thought it was cool because I'm an introvert. And then, like, after, yeah. I was, like, getting antsy and stuff. Yeah. Pretty quickly. Very Yeah. Antsy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what about you? Yeah. Basically, for me, there was not really much of a change. Uh, really? Because I've been stuck here at home. Like, I've been in these four walls most of the time, so it really didn't impact me. Like, it impacted other people. Uh, Like, I was used to just being home, being home, being home. So that was kind of like a given for me. Like, I was already used to it. But, yeah. um, Hubby did lose his job, one of his, lo- uh, one of his jobs, so he got um, unemployment. So that was hard because he was counting on both checks, you know, to pay the bills and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Luckily, he was able to get unemployment, and um, he got help. And now he only has one job because he can't get another job because of COVID. Because they don't want since he works at a at an adult daycare, like they won't let him get another job because of it. Because they don't want the elderly to get sick yeah, from his I, contract yeah. in another mm-hmm. place. So I understand that, and that's fine, you know. Um, yep. Also, I work. I work now, so yay! But it's right yay. here, like a walking distance from my house. So yeah, it's not but that it still far. But it gets you out of the house, though. Like, yes. Yeah. Some. But like I said, it didn't really like make a dramatic change for me because I was already used to being in the house, so it really didn't. Mm-hmm. I really didn't feel the impact like it did other people. Uh, but yeah, it was. It was, you know, just normal for me. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to agree with, like, if you're an introvert, you don't really feel the impact of it at first. But it sets, yeah. in, it sets in gradually. I got so much mm-hmm. crochet projects done. Yeah. <laughs> I actually started crocheting thanks to Unicorny and the pandemic. Mm-hmm. If the pandemic hasn't been going on, I probably would not be crocheting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I am currently working on a pillow for my sister. Like, right now. Nice. Huh? Like, right like now. in this moment? Like, yes. Like, oh, right shoot. now, I am currently crocheting as we are speaking. Oh, no. Or, I don't know. I said no. <laughs> like, idle hands, man. Idle hands are the devil's workplace. I've been watching, like... <laughs> food videos on facebook <laughs> food, yes. like the tasty cooking videos yeah. on their facebook page okay. Okay. <laughs> i get those like i would share those all the time back like 2016 2017 and i would share them with my stepmom and be like oh i want you to make this for me will you make this for me make this for me no i want you to make this for me and there's only <laughs> one that she ever made and it was like little like dough dough things and like i don't know how to explain it It was like you took like crescent rolls but you wrapped them up and then you put pizza sauce in it and then uh, like mozzarella cheese and all kinds of different cheese and stuff and pepperonis and then you bake it and then like you pull it apart oh chef's kiss if it ever comes up in my facebook memories i will let y'all know because that was delicious yeah like i would i would always save them and be like oh we should make this and never Uh yes i agree with that my brother and I have been, doing that, have been doing things like that. Like, we'll uh, find recipes on Facebook and we'll write them down and then we'll test cook them and see how they actually turn out. I am super excited to try this new one. It is 
Philly cheesesteak pasta. Oh. That sounds good, and I don't even like Philly cheesesteak, but you right. had me at pasta. <laughs> I'm telling you, it looks so good. And it looks super easy, like you do it in one pan. Oh, in a you can tell them about your butter. Butter? Mmm. <laughs> sure, sure. I you can tell them about your butter. The yeah, one you- okay. So I started watching these videos, because, you know, I've got all <laughs> freaking day long to do stuff. And so I started watching these videos on YouTube. Um, They're actually really interesting. I'm not sure if anybody else is going to find this interesting. But it's like the Victorian way of doing things. Like 1800 things happened back then. And it's like they did this one video about how to make butter. Oh, yeah, I saw And it was probably like 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm sitting here like, oh, my God. That's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> so you were up at two o'clock in the morning watching the videos on how to make butter. Yes, <laughs> listen, I go, I go into deep, like YouTube deep dives. I think in the we middle all do of the that. night, like, like you'll be like YouTube's up watching like a, I don't know, like a Sims video, and then you'll end up watching a giraffe giving birth two hours later. Yep, April I'm the sorry, giraffe. I do not do that. <laughs> listen, my mom is I obsessed totally with April that. the giraffe. My mom has an obsession with giraffe births. Like, ever since April the giraffe gave birth back in, like, 2016, 2017, my mom has been finding out every single giraffe in the world that is giving birth and going and watching them give birth because she thinks it is so beautiful and upset. She literally, today, I came home from my granny's house, and she was showing me pictures of giraffes, like, patterns, and she was like, look how beautiful this is. And I was like, it's... It's yeah, it's pretty, but it's a giraffe. And she's like, I just love them so much. Listen, I was so invested in April the giraffe. It's my even- mom was too. <laughs> like, I don't even know why. But I learned so much about giraffe pregnancy and birthing techniques. And I was just like, <laughs> I felt so sorry for giraffes as a woman because like they're pregnant for two years two years that is crazy though well did you hear about the giraffe in nashville who gave birth like at the nashville zoo it gave birth and then like two or three days later she stepped on its neck and it died she didn't do it on purpose she didn't do it on purpose but yeah she stepped on its neck and it died that poor thing yeah so sad too it only happened like a few weeks ago too i think i did not not hear about that yeah after we get off here you need to go and look it up it was so sad my mom my mom my mom she was telling me all about it and i was like okay that is actually pretty sad that is very sad like i'm not invested in giraffes but like April the giraffe was totally different and I don't even know why. <laughs> but like I would sit here and I would watch the April giraffe live feed for like 30 minutes to an hour every day. Probably because people made it out to be like such like a national event. I vividly yeah. remember it. Like being on like Good Morning America and <laughs> all this stuff. They like were- a giraffe giving birth being like national newsworthy. I'm like yeah, yes. really I even had emails come that would be like updating me on April the giraffe and how things were going. Still and I pregnant. remember getting, yeah. And I remember getting the email that the, that the birth was starting and I was like, Oh my God. And I rushed <laughs> to the computer. <laughs> oh I bet you sat and watched that. Until- I speaking did. of, I did. Speaking of emails, like a long, long time. I've had my email since I was like 11. Okay. I'm 20 yeah. now. So yeah. like, I've signed up for a lot of stupid stuff yeah. over the years. Like I like I kept getting emails for like babies for like the past five or six years. I don't have a kid. I don't know why I ever signed up for that. And then I would also get emails for um like word of the day. And it would send like I will pull out my email right now and show you. And yeah, it would like send you word like, of the day. Let me, I, well, I'm not kidding. I literally unsubscribed from them, like, on Tuesday. But I, so, like, they're still in my emails. Let me look. Like, baby, like, here's one from Baby Center. Tours for children. What to expect. Uh, Word genius. Word of the day. Forsooth. Uh, let's see. What else? Word of the day. Labile. I, ca- I can't even say that. Um, let me see. Oh, and then we got a Disney Plus one, of course, because I actually I mean, do use Disney Plus. Disney Plus. 
I actually okay. do. I, I see some in like my promotions tab, and I'm like, when did I ever shop there? Like Michaels, <laughs> I got an email from Michaels. I've like shopped there before, but like I don't think I've ever signed up for their email. It's your FBI agent. Look, and then here we got a baby center freebies complete. We found the best deals for you this week. Up Did to fifty percent off. Explore the best baby deals just for you. I don't have a baby. I don't ever <laughs> you, remember did you signing maybe, up for baby center emails. Did you maybe shop at the baby center when your nephew was born? When no, he was I went to Target. <laughs> oh well, I mean, so did I. But... And like, I still get ones from like Southwest and stuff. Like, Why don't you unsubscribe? I did. I no, Sam. I'm not kidding. I literally unsubscribed like last week. Like last, like I've been getting these emails for years, and I just unsubscribed yeah, from them last week. Yeah, you'll unsubscribe from something, or and then they'll keep sending it to you. Yeah, no, or, or like if you do unsubscribe and you and you have to enter your email address to unsubscribe. Why? That's just gonna send you more emails from different companies like that one. Uh huh. Like here's they one will from sell your email address hard from my big kid this week. Your six-year-old, the endless why. Six-year-olds ask a lot of questions. They're they the fruits do. of her growing abstract reasoning and the keen observation she's constantly making. Like, what? When did I... When maybe did I sign up for... Maybe I... No. 12? I don't. <laughs> oh, you would be in, like, middle school. Never mind. It does happen. Well, considering my nephew will be five in September, that would have made me in seventh grade to have a six year old right now. And I do not have a six year old. Oh my God. (laughs) Wanna know what I just realized? What? We did not explain the name of our podcast, the Codcast. We did not. Oh, we did not. No. So we call ourselves the Codicult because in that Minecraft server we were talking about, we um all built our houses near each other and they're made out of terracotta so we were trying to think of like kata something with a c and then i don't remember who it was but someone came up with kata cult and then i think it was me that don't remember who was the one that said kata cult but we'll we'll have to go with go back all the way in the discord and find out but it's like a whole little neighborhood of different style houses built out of terracotta and so ever since then we've just caught ourselves the codicles and so we were trying to think of names for this podcast that we had the idea for and we were all like podcast yeah mm-hmm. and it just it stuck has a nice ring to it so now everything now everything we do together is caught something caught mm-hmm. something well, I think Cotta this is only the second thing is it yeah, but we also have a group chat oh, with yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah we have the so, Cotta Cult group chat. We have the yeah. Cotta Cast Discord, the Cotta Cast podcast. <laughs> so our fir- when we first started messaging was March 29th, 2020, which is coming up on a year, almost a year. We've been 11, it's been 11 months. That 11 we've months, been. yeah. Wow. By the time Cotta Cult. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wait. It seems like so much longer than that. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, we've like known each other forever. I was gonna say we've had emotional breakdowns together, but not really. Oh, so so many. Yeah, we have. We have so many. That makes it sound more serious. Like, I had, yeah, no, I had one the other day about the Sims. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're also yeah. very big Simmers. Coffee. Yes. Oh, so yes. I don't know how much longer coffee will be. <laughs> Coffee's not anymore. Coffee dropped off like seven years ago. Okay, she's ready to kill. And somebody. I can't say I blame her, but I think they're. I think the the Sims team is picking themselves up now. Coffee's gonna disagree. We all know this, okay? But I think they're. I think they're picking themselves up. I'm actually pretty excited for the new pack type. So the Sims introduced a new pack type on top of the three that they already have. So we have expansion packs game packs which are like mini expansion packs and then we have stuff packs which is just mini game packs little yeah which is just shit that should have been added in the expansion pack in the first place and then um now we're getting a new pack called kits which is a smaller stuff pack (laughs) 
which I'm honestly really excited for because I think it could be something that is like more um like geared towards like certain stuff that you want like you want a country kitchen here you go you want uh an 80 style workout clothes little little workout clothes boom here you go you want to clean and vacuum, vacuum. boom here you go listen i don't even do laundry in the sims but um, i want it in there <laughs> I want the exactly option. like I don't, just to have the option. I don't want yeah. it, but I but I'll take it. Like I don't want to play with it, but I guess I want it in my game. Like, you know, I does that make want, sense? I want a supply closet with a broom, a mop, and a uh-huh. vacuum inside it. Just but I don't want to use it. No, I just want it to. I just want it for decoration. Yeah, yeah. like my real house. <laughs> yeah. And let's not forget pool tables. Oh, God, pool tables. I miss pool tables in The Sims. Mm-hmm. But listen, okay, I know I went on a massive-ass rant the other day about yes, The Sims did. and how I will never, ever purchase anything ever again. Girl, shut up. You know that's not true. Exactly. Like, it is not, you know I'm going to purchase something Sims. Like, it's Sims. Yeah, I feel like I've watched The Sims grow up. Like, I've been playing since Sims 1. Grow up mm-hmm. and crash and burn. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, no. It's it's literally like The Sims is 21. They are now old enough to legally drink in the United States. Right? You talk, to, you talk about them as if they're a real person. <laughs> yeah, me and The Sims, we're just going to go out for some drinks. We should go way back. But no. Um... But it is it is kind of like that. I have watched The Sims, you know, grow up, and now they are like on like on this downward spiral with Sims Four. That I'm just like, I don't understand why there isn't as much going on in Sims Four as there had been in previous Sims games. So I think when they first started making the sims 4 they were trying to make basically like a millennial simulator and they realized that is not what we want we want no i want the craziness a, that is the sims. exactly also like they the were sims starting 3, the sims 4 as um, also, a multiplayer game uh yeah, yeah an as, online as multiplayer a, game as a millennial i don't want a millennial game <laughs> I have always believed quality over quantity. Yes. And if they would have taken their time to add all the necessary things into the base game, like, because The Sims 4, it launched without pools, it launched without ghosts, it launched without toddlers, it launched without firefighters, police, robbers, like, though all those things, and cars, all those things is what makes The Sims The Sims. And so Mm -hmm. for the base game, the initial first game of the new series... To not have any of what makes the game a part of the game is just absolutely insane. And I don't think that we would have had a lot of these issues that we're having now Mm -hmm. if they would have taken their time, make the game, and finish it correctly when it was launched. Like, I would have much rather hung on to The Sims 3 for a little while if that meant The Sims 4 would be properly finished and we wouldn't have to wait for things to come in an update. And a lot of stuff now... Yeah, no, a lot of the like, stuff now it's like you can't build a fancy new house on top of a broken foundation. You know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly. Sims Four is the broken foundation. Like they, yeah, didn't exactly. Remember. And they, you can't keep bring, putting out new packs trying to make it better. You need to update what's missing from the game, when you need to and f- then you mm-hmm. can go from there. Yeah. Like, yep. listen, I'm okay with, like, not having an open world. Like, that you can't have on The Sims 4. That's not what is in the game's and that engine. Like, it's added. literally just not possible. I'm okay with that. I feel but like... What you... Do no, what? I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But what you can do is put in those things that were like like robbers and uh police and just all those little crazy things that would come in the sims 3 and the sims 2 and all that stuff but the thing there is no reason not to add any of that but like Mm -hmm. open world i'm okay with like i'm okay with not having but like cars like even just like 
the presence of having a car and then having your sim get in it and then vanish away in it, I am totally okay with that. I just, the fact that they can get in their car and then they can vanish, I'm okay. In my mind, that is fine. Yeah, no. Like, I would be more okay with, like, all of the 8 million loading screens if you yeah. vanish away in your car. But, mm -hmm. like, to see, like, your sim just walk outside their house and disappear? Like, what? And, like, when there's a loading yeah. screen when they're going next door in an apartment? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, like, I totally understand how the open world, like, Sims 3 open world will not work with Sims 4. I get it. Yeah, it's it's just not in the it's engine. Not. They would basically it's have not. to redo the entire game. Yeah. Yeah. And I get that. And, like, open world to me is not a big deal, even though those loading screens are super annoying. Yeah, they're annoying. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, at the same time, I mean, there's, like, I also like Dalton said, would have spent much longer playing Sims 3 and waited. Because I actually did wait. I got Sims 4 after the toddler update. So oh, okay. I, I waited a good chunk of time before. Yeah, I, 2017, I think. Yeah, which is kind of what I did with the previous Sims games. Because, like, let's be honest, Sims always has glitches and mess-ups and you know, things that could have been done a little bit better. Mm. Like, the Sims 3 glitches are just... <laughs> Mwah, chef's kiss. I love those glitches. And the thing... But, like, I've always waited when a new one came out, like when I was playing Sims 1 and Sims 2 came out. I gave it about six months before I bought it. I gave Sims 3 about six months to a year before I bought it. You know? It wasn't like, oh, new Sims game, let me run out and get it. Because I yeah. knew it wasn't, like, you know, 100% ready yet. And, like, going back to the, um, like, open world, like I said, I'm perfectly fine with not having an open world. Like, I, it's not possible. It's not going to happen in The Sims 4. But having an open neighborhood, that, that would... is possible. Because yeah. whenever you go into tab mode and then go into a house... All the furniture is already loaded up and everything. So there is no reason, I believe, that we cannot have at least an open neighborhood. Like, if I could, like, go to one of the neighborhoods in Willow Creek and then go from my house to my neighbor's house and then have them come over and just jump back and forth without a loading screen, you can't, not, you can't tell me that's not possible. Right. When all this, when everything is already loaded up. Like, you just can't tell me that's not possible, you know? It's completely possible. They're just... I don't understand why they didn't do it. And then going like, back to the, the idea of, like, robbers and stuff, they're like, oh, that's too scary. But, like... Too scary for It's not scary! It's The Sims! The Sims started as a game not for kids, and now it's gone... Targeted. Targeted to kids. Okay, let me just like, say this. There is scarier are... things in games... Than what is in Sims, like the robbers, for example. Yeah. Yeah, like when you get robbed in real life, they're not gonna play funny music. Yeah. So creep yeah. around. Yeah. Like <laughs> I mean, they do creep around, but not. Like, <laughs> they don't do the creeper walk. Yeah. They yeah. they're peeking in your windows, but they're not creeper walking to funny music. Yeah. And also with um, with them. <laughs> targeting to kids now like it was originally not really targeted to kids like the no it was the, rated t for teens yeah mm -hmm. the cut scenes in sims 2 the woohoo one oh those are spicy yeah very spicy that yeah yeah um, you could you wouldn't be able to get that in sims 4 now without mods oh i would love to have um those cutscenes that you had in Sims 2 and The Sims 5. Just having, like, that personality to the game is, like, what I miss the most. Yes. Yes. So that's what makes me so mad. And then, like, things like... Uh, people have been asking for years now for a stupid bunk bed. And 
the Sims team is like, we don't know how to do that. Well, I have a... No offense. Yeah, no offense, but learn. That's, you know... Literally, but, modders make them, and now exactly, they're just coming out with I'm it. One like I downloaded a custom content bunk bed from one of my favorite modders. Right, considering that and animated, it's, a, it's the cutest little bunk bed, and it's animated because like your little sim kids, it's for kids, and your little sim kid will like float up to the top, and it's so cute. <laughs> Like I'm considering a, that The Sims Four will turn seven years old, and you this just year got a bunk bed. Just the fact that it turns seven years old this year, and they're still trying to like make it out to be a new game. I don't know. It just doesn't sit right with. Okay, me. but listen, listen. In case you don't know how long seven years, well, obviously you know how long seven years is, but <laughs> <laughs> um. When it came out, I was in seventh grade, and now I'm a college student. Yeah. I was literally in middle school. But see, what's the saddest part about it is that the Sims team still didn't create that bunk bed. It was a custom content creator who created the bunk bed for this new update. Actually? Yes! I'm pretty sure, like, I'm, like, 90% sure I could be wrong, but I am 90% sure because this entire update is about the uh, Sims team working with custom content creators, right? Well, this, this. the bunk beds aren't a part of the new update. That's bunk coming oh, in okay. a different update later. Oh, never mind then. I was wrong. Maybe that custom content creator told them how to make bunk beds. <laughs> Sorry, I'm salty about stuff like that, though. Yeah. So, so moving on from Sims before we all get, you know, <laughs> even more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the salt is just too salty. Um, what do you guys think that we should talk about in for our future episodes? One thing I'm really excited for, it's not really a topic, but having people on the show and interviewing them or like talking yes. with them about whatever they want to talk about. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm really that's something I'm really excited for. Like an in like an interview, but with a twist. Like we're not really interviewing them. We're like, hey, what do you want to talk about? Exactly. Yeah, because the, the people we have in mind have been interviewed before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they've answered they've been all the questions, the same questions, ten times over and over. Yeah. So you know, I want to know what they want to talk about. Yeah. And I also feel like we should like I don't know talk about our lives and stuff i i feel like it would be a fun episode to talk about like our high school experiences and like oh yes that would be bad experiences with jobs and stuff yeah Yeah. good stories what is everybody currently watching on tv right now oh the walking dead WandaVision is coming. I'm watching WandaVision tonight. Like I missed it. Friday. The Walking Dead comes back tomorrow. Tomorrow. Even though I've already watched never it. Never watched. Listen, listen. <laughs> no spoilers. I had to um, ask everybody in my D and D group, mine and Shorty's D and D group, to reschedule D and D so I can watch Walking Dead. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. She sure did. No, but listen, she sure did. It's like it's like a family thing though. My mom and my brother and I, we sit down together and watch Walking Dead together. And we yeah. have rules. Like if you need to speak during Walking Dead, you and raise your hand. Commercial, you raise your hand. And we <laughs> Is that for real? I love that. Raise your hand like you're in third grade and we will call on you. <laughs> Okay, the concept of raising your hand is so weird. Like, <laughs> like can't I just ask you a question? No, not during. <laughs> no, I meant during school or whatever. Oh, okay. no, not during school either. Just don't, just don't ask any questions. <laughs> just don't ever ask questions. I always hated when they said there's no such thing as a stupid question, and then like degrade you after there... asking a stupid question. Like, weren't you just listening? No, obviously my mind wandered. Come back to the, come back to the question. <laughs> yeah. Like, speaking of stupid questions, I read this the other day. I don't know if it was a real question, but somebody, there was like, I don't know if they still have it, but that uh, website Yahoo used to do uh, Yahoo questions or something oh, like I that. I loved that. 
that was so funny. They and were so bad. <laughs> they were so stupid. Like this one person was like, um, how do I know if the baby I just gave birth to is mine? mine? Like <laughs> what? I remember that one. That one was popular. <laughs> Like they, somebody had made an article about it and posted it the other day on Facebook, and I was like, "That is amazing." Like the mom was like, "How do I the know?" Mom, this baby yeah, mine? gave birth to a baby and is like, "How do I know it's mine?" I Whoa. love like dumb, like pregnancy questions. I guess like, oh, oh you're gonna the what's it called when they put gel in your stomach. The ultrasound. Oh, ultrasound. <laughs> You're going to the okay, ultrasound. Okay. Can't wait to see if I'm going to be an aunt or an uncle or something. Oh my god, I saw that one too. <laughs> and then they always misspell pregnant, so it's like pergonant. <laughs> Pergante. <laughs> Mom, I gotta tell you something. I'm pergonant. <laughs> I think that was actually one of the questions. How do I tell my mom I'm pregnant? Well, <laughs> I'm like, tell it. Don't, don't even know what that is. <laughs> okay, every so I'm often I, on YouTube, I get like, am I recommended? Like, teen pregnancy story times and stuff. What? <laughs> really? What have you been watching? <laughs> I watched this one. It was like a half hour long, and it was like a story time of this girl. She was like twenty eight, and her daughter. I was about to say, okay, never mind. I was about to say the daughter was sixteen. That is not true. And the daughter, Whoa. she was like fourteen when she gave birth or something. And the daughter was like twelve or something. I don't know math. That's wrong math, but whatever. Uh, is the daughter pregnant? No. Oh, okay. She's just telling her daughter the story. story. Oh, okay. Well, see, that was like the other day. I was looking through my Netflix just to see what was on there. And I was looking through my recommended, and they were like, Teen Mom 2. And I'm like, No. 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 (laughs) Like, I'm a 38-year-old lady. I'm not about to sit here and watch Teen Mom. Why not? Like, not a teen mom. It's not as entertaining as people think. Like their lives are really are either really hard or they're thriving. And like, yeah, this is it. Yeah, <laughs> like I've noticed. Like my sister watches it, and I feel like maybe she relates because she was a teen mom. But like, she's watched it here in my house, and I just I I don't know. I feel like some of them like glorify teen pregnancy while others are like no no this is not cool (laughs) like i try very hard not to judge people about stuff like that like yeah she's got like three or four baby daddies but who cares about that okay but why are black kitchens so pretty like black like cabinets Oh, but, like with white walls sir oh Oh, i love contrasting colors Although I did see, like, I have it pinned somewhere, probably on Pinterest or something. Oh, I said pinned, so it's Pinterest. Um, uh-huh. I have, like, green, like, forest green, or how do you say it? Darker green cabinets and, like, gold accent things. Ooh. It, it's kitchen. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I want it so bad. Oh, that sounds so pretty. Everyone, for context, listening, Dalton sent a picture of a black kitchen in The Sims. <laughs> I was real confused. I was was like, how did it is very pretty? How did we go to that? (laughs) So actually we were we've been talking about um painting our kitchen and we're not sure what colors we want to do. We know we want to do a little bit darker on the um cabinets and then a lighter wall. So we're thinking like maybe a gray wall with like a little bit of darker gray counter or counters, no. Uh, <laughs> we're not doing recommend... we're not doing counters because you know that's expensive. We're just. I paint. would recommend do not do gray on gray. Well, it's not gray on gray per se. It's like light gray with dark on dark gray. So gray on gray. <laughs> well, okay, but like light and dark. That's 
better, I yeah, guess. Yeah, light and dark is, like, because we think maybe, like, we are going to go with a lighter gray wall. That's, like, a given because we have, um, our dining room is painted this gorgeous shade of gray that, like, it really depends on the time of day that you're looking at it because the dining room opens up onto our balcony. So you got this huge sliding glass door right in front of the, you know, table. And, like, it'll shine light on the wall. And depending on the day, the wall will, like, have this green tint or a blue tint. And it's just, it's so beautiful. (laughs) I love that wall so much. Um, So we're like, yeah, we really love the gray family now. So, like the walls are definitely going to be gray, but we're not a hundred percent sure about the cabinets. Gray can be a really good cool color sometimes. I, it can though. I love gray. Yeah, it's underrated. Well, I believe gray is an underrated paint color. Yeah, my I like- wouldn't paint my room gray, but I love gray decor. Like my bedspread's gray, my blanket on top of my bedspread is gray, my pillowcases are gray, my desk chair is white and gray. I feel um, like I'm like, just a big gray fan. Like gray is a neutral color, so it can go with so many other different colors. It can go with anything. Like mm-hmm. anything. Like you just put something gray in your space and you're just like Wow, that matches literally everything I own. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like it's kind of like silver. Like if you wear silver jewelry, like that'll yeah. match literally every outfit you're wearing. Yeah, I love like, silver you jewelry. Can, you can I wear a pink polka dot pants and a red <laughs> shirt and you put on a silver necklace and you're matching. Do not put uh-huh. pink polka dot Pants and a red shirt on. No, don't do that. I'm just saying. Walking Valentine's Day. Your necklace will still match your outfit. I mean, technically, yeah, but like. Yeah. Yeah. It goes with everything. Like, it's a clash. No, it doesn't. Red polka dot, I mean, pink polka dot and the red shirt clash. They really do, yeah. (laughs) But you could put on you could put on some yellow checkered heels and just be like yes i am a clown (laughs) i work at the circus employer barnum and bailey speaking of which has anybody been to a circus i have never once been to a circus i i went a few times in like elementary school yeah, I was really little, and I went to a Barnum and Bailey show, and they did, really didn't have any animals. <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh, okay." I went <laughs> once when I when I was a kid, but I don't remember it. But my mom says that there was this lady that fell off the trampoline. That not the trampoline, the trapeze. The, yeah. Like yeah, they did a lot of acrobatics and stuff. Yeah. The lady passed away sadly. Oh, that's so sad. Mm-hmm. So I read, and I don't know if it's true, because, I mean, it could have been an Onion article. I don't know. But I read about this trapeze artist who ended up with explosive diarrhea, and he pooped on 32 people. That can't be oh, real. Oh, no, that is not real, please. Like, oh. oh, my God. Well, as someone who works in the healthcare and has been pooped on, it's totally possible. <laughs> oh yeah one time i, I almost threw up on my coworker because i was having to help clean up poop like we oh. were having to hold the person over uh as they were wiping the poop off and this smells oh, so no. bad i almost threw up on my coworker. Oh. i was gagging so much oh god yeah there's and on that note <laughs> i think we should wrap up pretty soon yeah you caught us being clowns yeah. <laughs> when it gets late we get a little not oh. Cookie. Nice. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> crazy up the hill. Up if, and if ever you're uh, wondering what time we record these, it's, it's usually late at night. Yeah. Yes. No. Yes. Ten oh six p.m. More, right now. It is currently eleven oh six p.m. for me. Sam, right. it's like four um, p.m. I don't know. Yeah, don't know for Sam, it's late. It's eight. For Sam, it's dinner time. Yeah. 
So thank you to everyone for listening to our first episode of the Codicast. Um, we'll put all the links and everything down below, mm-hmm. all our mm-hmm. social medias, and we'll include M's, Municorny's stuff as a thank you. Mm-hmm. And we love you, Municorny. Yeah. Love you, girl. Love you so much. Can't wait for stream on Monday. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, this has been the first episode of the podcast. Thank y'all so much. Thank we you. Hope you enjoy it. We hope y'all are so excited for the next episode. Yeah. Have a great week. The next episodes will be better because can only yeah. go up. We'll from be more here. prepared, I promise. Yes. <laughs> more first concrete themes. Always the most or, probably darts. not. Yeah. Every time we have a schedule, <laughs> we jump to different schedule. topics today, but it was good. It was good. Yeah. So okay. we will see you guys later. Y'all take care. Bye. 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 Bye.